Wow. Oh my goodness. We have Anna Sacconi on the show. Woo! <laughs> Welcome to the show. Oh my Thank goodness. You. Thank you I'm, for having me. I'm going to have to go back into my intro and change the way I've been pronouncing your name. I didn't even say the word pronouncing <laughs> right. Fine. Pronouncing your name. Because <laughs> I have been saying for all these years, Anna Sacone, but it's Anna Sacconi. That's okay. I mean, I'll take either. I don't mind. <laughs> oh my goodness. I um when Sarah and I first said that we were doing this podcast, we were so excited to write our list of guests that we wanted to interview and you were on the top of my list. I Aww. feel like I know you because I've been following you for so many years and even before I had kids, I somehow found you and your pregnancy vlogs, which you were doing before anyone thought pregnancy vlogs were cool. You were like the inventor <laughs> of the pregnancy vlogs. And I remember week by week, um, I, this is like two years before I even had a kid because your eldest is 10 now. Is that correct? 10. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she's 10. I know. Wow. It's crazy. I know. That's wow. amazing. Yeah. You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Do you know how much cash back you're leaving on the table settling for the wrong credit card? Imagine earning up to 5% cash back on your groceries for the next 30 years. Think of all that cash back on those overpriced kombuchas. Nerd Wallet helps everyone make smarter financial decisions today that future you will thank you for. With Nerd Wallet, you won't regret missing out on rewards. Nerd Wallet lets you compare smart cashback credit cards side by side to make the most of your everyday spending. So what could future you do with more cashback? Uh, splurge on some fancy champagne with the gals or order fine dining to the house and watch a good true crime doco. Whatever it is, make it happen with a smarter cashback credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Nerdwallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. And so I discovered you all those years ago and you were so stinking cute. You had these, these little oh. bump photos and these little videos and you'd show the bump on each side and you'd talk about what you were feeling <laughs> that week and like the little kicks in the movement. And so I re religiously followed you for all these years. And then when I got pregnant, I went back and I rewatched all your vlogs and I remember Aww. thinking, 
I want to do this. It, it made such an impact on me when yeah. I was pregnant. And just seeing like week by week, I could go to your 22-week pregnancy vlog and see yeah. what was going on and if the same things were happening during my pregnancy. And I just thought it was so interesting that I decided to do them as well. And I have to say the feedback that Sarah and I have had because we've been so willing to share so much of our right. pregnancies and our experiences, it's been so positive. So yeah. I have you to yeah. thank for that, Anna. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> that really means a lot to me. Oh. I, I remember when you um, first reached out to me and I was like, I mean, Jonathan and I knew who you were, obviously. And we were just like, I was like, is this real? Like, is this for real? <laughs> is this really her? <laughs> we just couldn't believe it because we oh were God. fans. We were like, what, how, how is this real life? I think you followed me at the same time as, um, oh, I've forgotten her name now, but it was one of the actresses from Safe by the Bell. Wow. Um, and I felt Elizabeth like. Elizabeth Berkeley. Elizabeth yeah, Berkeley. that was it. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. And I was like, what is going on? This is crazy. And it happened around the same time. And I think, I don't know, was it for similar reasons or what it was? Because I know that the pregnancy vlogs is kind of like how most people found me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just crazy. So I'm, I'm really flattered that to be here. <laughs> I would love to just dive into how your journey began. And I know you met Jonathan and then the two of you decided to start documenting your lives on YouTube and you became a global sensation. It was so out of control. The amount of views you've had on all of your videos, it's so unbelievable. And you're so willing to go there and be raw and authentic and show so many parts of yourselves that so often people want to keep behind closed doors, but you guys are like, do you know what? Here's the good, the bad, and the ugly. And all of a sudden there's these legions of fans saying, oh my gosh, she went through that too. Like I'm going through this as well. And it was just such a beautifully vulnerable thing to do. And I want to, I want to talk to you about that decision and, and has it evolved in your thoughts surrounding like being a YouTube family? I just love to hear all of that. Yeah. So obviously when we started, I mean, we weren't even getting paid. It was just like a hobby. Um, it was so different. Now I feel like it's more of a business for people. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously that changes things, right? Like that changes why people get into it and, and how they navigate that. And um, it's, it's a strange one because we never set out to be like family vloggers, but that's just mm -hmm. kind of what we fell into. Um, and I have to say that, you know, every, like all negativity and trolling and all of that aside, I feel like it was one of the best decisions that we ever made just because our kids absolutely love it. Like they love being able to look back on, um, their lives, their whole lives. Like, mm. you know, it seems crazy to share, to have shared basically like our journey to parenthood and like who we were before we became parents to who we became at, like as it happened. Um, wow. But at the same time, it's so interesting for the kids to watch and to look back on. And I, it was really cool. I was um, recently our school did like a, uh, they had like a doctor, like a psychologist on um, talking about 
um, children's development and children's like mental health post COVID and all of that. And something that she mentioned, which really stood out to me was that it's actually very helpful and healthy for children to kind of like be able to look back on their journey as people. So like they, that's why kids love looking at baby photos or videos of them learning to walk and videos of them, photographs of them, like all of that stuff is so healthy for them to look back on. And I was like, that's crazy that we actually did that, not for that reason, but it's just crazy to me that that's now like studies have shown that's proven that that's actually a really good thing for kids and like a healthy thing for kids to to watch and to, and it makes them it builds their self-confidence as well because it kind of gives them a sense of like who they are and where they came from and all of that and I definitely wow. see those like positive effects in our kids because they they just love it and what I love about it is that that time of your life is so crazy where you're mm-hmm. you know I was breastfeeding and at times I was breastfeeding and pregnant at the same time. Um, and you forget so much of it. And it's almost like you're in a, in, it's like so hazy because, you know, mm-hmm. you're running on lack of sleep and exhaustion and there's so much going on. And I've forgotten like big chunks. But then when I go back and watch, it's almost like watching a movie of someone else wow. that isn't me because there's things and I'm like, I do not, I have no memory of that happening. So I'm so glad that I have that because it's, it's almost scary. It's like, if I didn't have that, I would have forgotten that it even existed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like the, so, it's like little yeah. time capsules that you have forever. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah. I mean, when we were kids, it was like the, the giant camcorder that somebody was like carrying around on their shoulder, right? And it was like, yeah. and I, ha- I had an uncle who had a camcorder. And so he was like the token like video guy. So any videos from childhood were from that. But I remember like watching those back and being like, oh, wow, that's so interesting. Because I remember that moment differently than what I'm seeing. And it's really yeah. cool and cool to have that, you know, documented. And also, honestly, for for other people like you know for your first kid you have a lot of pictures Mm -hmm. you have a lot of documentation (laughs) next kid comes along and I'm like I swear I'm gonna write down that stuff in the baby book and then you're like well I didn't get to that and then it's like the third kid and you're sort of I just take like everything from the doctor's office that says like how big is she and like you know what's her like what's happening right now and I just like shove it into the baby book and I'm like I'll do it later which it's never gonna happen oh my gosh (laughs) I've been saying that for so many years I'm like I'm just gonna put together the like zero zero to two book and then it keeps being like oh yeah. it's gonna have to be like a zero to five book and then it's gonna be like, <laughs> so <laughs> you've nailed it oh my god I've written it in my notes I've got stuff down written and I'm always like I'll definitely do it like I'll pull the yes. photos off and I just know I'm never going to it's like number it's 200 so on my to-do list yeah it is number yeah. 200 <laughs> yeah. it's so hard just oh. right right above laundry just right, oh my right goodness. there. <laughs> Anna, I um I remember there was this one time because I was always so inspired about you and just how you know you were getting pregnant and uh you had your babies in quite quick succession. You had four in how many years? Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I think it's basically I had five pregnancies in six years which sounds insane yeah so I never I know you're like now they say that 
our doctors say that you're supposed to give yourself like two years to recover. I never did that. <laughs> so yeah. This is like my time to recover, I feel like. But yeah, I was basically pregnant five times in, in six years. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I remember there was this one time and I was like, yay, Anna and I are finally pregnant at the same time. And I had just had a pregnancy loss. And then I was like, you and I were both like, we're pregnant. And then you messaged me to say, actually, I've had a pregnancy loss. And I watched that video mm. of the two of you and you were so beautiful and open and I could just feel the grief and the love and the sorrow, but also the fact that you were willing to go there and share that experience with all those people watching that video. It, you're just such a like an inspiration for so many others who I think even at that time, pregnancy loss wasn't even discussed that much. It is a lot more now. Mm-hmm. But when it happened, I remember thinking, wow, I think Anna is one of the first people with a public profile that I've ever seen like openly talk about this. And I just want to find out, is there anything sort of off limits for you guys? Or was it in that moment you thought, no, I've I've got to share this with everyone? Oh, well, it's, it's tricky because when, so basically what happened was I had had two really easy pregnancies and I was only, I think I was 20, Oh, I'm probably going to get this wrong. I think I was 28 when I had my, when I went through my third pregnancy and I was very naive to the fact that pregnancy, I I just, my mom had never had a miscarriage. So I just never, I was one of those people that was just like, it's never going to happen to me, you know? Um, And I, I think that comes with just like a little bit of ignorance. And also, cause I was younger. I don't know. I just didn't, I, I just never expected it. Mm -hmm. So we always shared um, that we were pregnant pretty early on. Cause again, I just felt it, it was like that invincibility thing that you just, yeah, you know, you don't nature. realize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't realize it until something bad happens that actually I am, I'm, I'm not invincible. Right. And so we had shared it the same time that we shared the other two pregnancies, which was eight weeks. Um, which now looking back, I'm like, that was so early, but at the time it didn't seem like it. It just seemed mm-hmm. like that was what we did. Um, And so then I remember we went to, um, I think it was Playlist Live in Florida and we had queues and queues of people like that were queuing to meet us and it was like a meet and greet um, and they had brought presents for the baby and we Mm. knew from a doctor's appointment before we left, it was such a crazy time. Like I basically went for a scan and was told that it was potentially a missed miscarriage but they weren't 100% sure yet and then I we did playlist live and then when I flew back is when I found out that it was definitely like gone but so I was kind of in limbo for that whole time so we were people were queuing up and giving us gifts for this baby and we hadn't said anything yet so we had we didn't even know whether to address it like we really didn't know how to because it had never happened to us before Mm -hmm. um And so during, I think it was like maybe a two week period, nobody knew, but it was so crazy that we were, I was like hugging people and accepting gifts for this baby that I knew, like Jonathan and I knew was possibly not even 
alive mm-hmm. anymore. Like it was just mm-hmm. such a crazy thing. And um, we really took that time to kind of figure out what our next steps would be. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I think the way it unfolded was very like <laughs> it wasn't planned. It was just whatever kind of felt right at the time. Um, but we definitely did have like a per- that period, like I said, of two weeks where no one knew except for us. And then that's kind of when we tried, we figured, tried to figure out what we were going to do next. Um, and I think when I remember when Jonathan put the camera down, uh, when we got that final, that scan where we were basically told that the baby didn't make it, um, he thought it was going to be good news. Like we were very optimistic. So he didn't realize Um, that that was going to happen. Um, and I think he put the camera down and then instantly forgot because the moment happened, the nurse came in, like gave us the news. And so that whole moment was extremely like raw and real. mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, it was just something that we happened to capture. And then afterwards, like we always have, a mutual like understanding of what we will share, what we won't share. And like, he would never share anything that I was uncomfortable with and and vice versa. So we both just decided, look, this is like what, this is our journey. This is what's happening. And I'm sure there are so many others that are in the same boat. Mm -hmm. So we're just going to share it. Um, I never, ever expect, like I still to this day get messages from people that, find that video or find the missed miscarriage videos um, that are going through it like right now like still in 2022 I get messages from people being like I just found your video thank you so much so I do feel like at the end like even though it was difficult and hard to share I feel like it was the right decision because it has helped so many people Mm -hmm. um I think when we had that time to process it ourselves, like privately, that helped a lot because it wasn't like, I don't know if I could have shared it like straight away. Um, So I'm glad that we had that time, but definitely, yeah, there's things that are off limits, like, especially I think as we became parents um, and, you know, bringing up children online, there's so, I I feel like there's so much now that people don't see like the kids have they have got a lot of privacy um we always kind of like play it by we follow their lead so like whatever they're comfortable with sharing is like good with us and obviously they're still really little so Mm -hmm. as they get older things change um but also (laughs) our kids are just I don't know maybe it's just the the age that they're growing up in but especially the older ones, like they want to do it even more than we do. <laughs> like they yeah. want to, everyone wants to be a YouTuber. All their friends want to be, you know, they just, they love it. So <laughs> yeah. I thought it was going to be the opposite. Like I thought right. as they get older, they would be like more off camera, but it's actually gone the opposite direction. So I don't <laughs> oh know what gosh. the future holds. My favorite <laughs> videos are of Jonathan and Edie, like all their, their little videos together, like one after the other. And you can tell she's just like loving it she's like like out there yeah 
she'll go to she'll go to Jonathan like multiple times a day and be like, can we make this TikTok? Can we make this TikTok? Can we make this one? Can we make this one? Um, and she's just so into it. I mean, they they all are, but she really, really enjoys it. Like it's her favorite God, thing she's to do. <laughs> so cute. And I love the ones where you guys are like dancing together. And I mean, she's amazing. She's like, you can Thank tell you. she loves it. <laughs> yeah, no, she it's like her favorite. All right. As you guys know, we are we are busy mums. We are dog mums, business mums, performance mums, school board mums. Life gets hectic. That's why we rely on our tried and tested go-tos to alleviate some of the chaos. NerdWallet helps you by maximizing your everyday spending, whether it's groceries for the week, drinks with friends, or a nice family meal. Do you know how much cash back you're leaving on the table settling for the wrong credit card? Imagine earning up to 5% cash back on your groceries for the next 30 years. I mean, come on, guys. Think of all the cash back that you're going to get on those kombuchas, on those frozen pizzas. NerdWallet helps everyone make smarter financial decisions today that future you will thank you for. With NerdWallet, you won't regret missing out on rewards. NerdWallet lets you compare smart cashback credit cards side by side to make the most of your everyday spending. So what could future you do with more cashback? Uh, a silent meditation retreat in Peru, a sweat lodge in India, whatever it is, make it happen with a smarter cashback credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet, finance smarter. As with all credit cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Spring is here and school is coming to a close and life could not be crazier. Um, so one of the things that has helped our family so much on those super packed weekends and weekdays with sports and school and all the things has been Green Chef. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for clean eating, delivering pre-portion and prep quality whole foods. Green Chef sends organic, fresh produce, responsibly sourced protein, and chef-designed recipes in every box. And for our family, we have two people who are gluten-free. So it's been amazing picking out these like gluten-free recipes with the kids. You can find clean meals to suit your lifestyle with preferences like Mediterranean, plant-based, gluten-free, protein-packed, keto, calorie-smart, and gut health. My kids love following along with the Green Chef recipes, pulling them out of the box, looking at the pictures, putting everything together. They put on their little aprons and we do it as a family. It's so fast. It saved us so much time. And it's been something really fun to do together and teach the kids new recipes. You guys can go to greenchef.com slash motherdays50 and use code motherdays50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months. Go to greenchef.com slash motherdays50 and use code motherdays50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months. Okay, guys, check out Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. All right, guys, we are a couple of tired mamas and all we do is crave a spa day and we deserve it. 
we always end up putting ourselves down the very bottom of our to-do list. We jump from one activity to the next, and we're always meeting the needs of everyone else around us. I think it is time for a little self-pampering. This Mother's Day, make every day a spa day for all the moms in your life with Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. It's a value pack of two luxurious body care moisturizers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion, both featuring Osea's signature, uplifting, all-natural, citrusy scent. I think the greatest and most thoughtful gifts are the gifts that you actually like love yourself, something that you use on yourself. And I love using the Mega Moisture Duo. It makes my skin so glowy. It's like super hydrating, firming, smells amazing. When I give my kids a hug after a bath, they're like, you smell so good. (laughs) It is my absolute favorite gift and such a great gift for Mother's Day. Yes. Folding in self-care is a moment to practice mindfulness. It's self-love. It's compassion. And we all know if you run your battery flat, it's harder to recharge. A consistent body care routine promotes healthy, glowing skin and also supports your mental health. Treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOTHERDAYS at OSEAMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OSEAMalibu.com and use code MOTHERDAYS for 10% off. I wanted to ask you about that as well. So your daughter Edie was assigned male at birth and has now blossomed and come into her own. And she's just so her authentic self, which is done. It, she's just so beautiful and glorious. And I think, again, another inspiration to so many other families who are navigating things like this. Um, I just wanted to ask, how was that for you? having to move through that publicly and were you just like well this is a part of our life and like let us be an inspiration to others yeah so Edie kind of had a her like initial transition I guess um during COVID so she actually thrived in like during the pandemic because she had that break from school she kind of like figured out who she was who she Mm -hmm. wanted to be um, and she was able to do it really slowly, like um, pretty much just out of the public eye and out of, because we didn't actually film any of that. Like none, mm-hmm. nobody really knew that was going on, but she would turn up to like her online lessons, sometimes wearing a wig. And then maybe she would wear like a girly top, mm-hmm. but not the bottom, you know, like it was just like whatever she felt like, and she would do it really slowly. And then eventually that year was when she fully like, came out I guess as like she was a girl and so she really loved that being able to do it like off um so not not in a school environment yes exactly yeah so it's like kind of off um yeah exactly what you said like it's just it was a different kind of um a safe space to do it because she felt like she was well she was she was at home um And so during that time, like nobody online knew. So that was very much like, you know, behind closed doors. And that was us again, following her lead. Like she was funny about stuff. Like she would say, say, if I took an Instagram picture and she was dressed as a girl, 
I would say, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to take this picture now. And she would quickly go and change into her boy clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then slowly she started to get used to it. And then I, but I kept asking her and asking her and asking her. Um, and she was, it's amazing now to think about her like that because it's so opposite. But in the beginning, yeah. it was very like, she was afraid to obviously, you know, she was afraid of the backlash. Right? Oh, wow. And, um, but now she's completely the opposite. <laughs> and I can't even believe I know. that it's the same person sometimes. <laughs> but um, no, she, we can't, I think Jonathan and I had a different, I mean, we're different people, right? Like yeah. we have the same, we have the similar, like, well, I would say the same parenting styles, but, and the same morals and like our, we're very similar in that way on like the big things, but we do, we're different people. Um, I'm way more, I would say, of a people pleaser and I probably care more about what other people think whereas he just doesn't give a shit that's, <laughs> that's amazing. amazing I love that <laughs> you know, quality I wanna, yeah I admire that but I'm not like that like I just I'm different. me neither and yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm probably more conventional yeah <laughs> I'm the same my husband's like who cares like who cares what anyone yeah. thinks and I was like I do a little bit though I do I, like, I, yeah. I do <laughs> yeah so he was very like I'm going to celebrate her. Like, this is who she is. I don't care what anybody says. Good for and him. I never, that's yeah. Awesome. And I that's it. when I, I felt that. I was like, I really, I've, I felt so proud. I really yeah. respected that about him. I was way more afraid because to me, if I get like a nasty comment about my child, it's so much worse than getting a mean comment about myself. So I just didn't want that. So I never actually addressed it. I never said anything about it. I just kind of like carried on without saying anything. Yeah. And you don't have to Um, either. You don't have to be like, here is my opinion on this. Like, this is her life. (laughs) You know, you don't owe it to anybody. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, why? Exactly. I I love that that's the way you handled it. Yeah. It's just, but it's interesting that we did it like completely different ways, but yet we both respected each other, like for how we did it. And um, it's crazy because either one, like, I I think no matter what you do, you're always going to get some kind of criticism. Like I was, I think, I feel like I, he got backlash from people saying that he was exploiting her and he was Mm. using her like for clout. When in reality, that's just like, I, I don't oh really gosh. know what we were supposed to do. Like hide her away, <laughs> like hide the <laughs> queer child away, pretend she doesn't no. exist. Like, it's just weird. What is so, wrong with people? <laughs> and then my thing, people were like, she's ashamed of her. She's like embarrassed. So it doesn't matter what you do. I feel like people are always going to oh, criticize. Yeah. And that actually yeah. gave me a little bit of, yeah, it gave me a bit more like, um, confidence about the whole thing so I was like well it just goes to show that no matter what we do like both either approach is going to be criticized so actually who cares you know what we were talking about this with another guest who has like a lot of people following her and she was like yeah there's just going to be people and there's so many positive comments and then it's so easy to hone in on the like few little negative comments and then like be in bed at night and you just like hear them repeating over and over in your head. I am, I am so like that. If I have one negative comment to like a hundred positive ones, I'm always like, 
well, maybe are they right? Like, yeah. I think maybe they're, they're right. Like, it's so funny. And it's the keyboard yeah. warriors who, like, come exactly. in who would never say these things to your face. No, I know. It, it's Well, I think what I base everything off of now, well, aside from I think we all have that, like, maternal instinct. I don't care who you are. Like, you just mm-hmm. you know your own children, your own child better than anyone does. That's and I've right. always kind I've always known that like I feel like I I'm not I said this to Jonathan just the other day I was like I'm not I mean I really admire you and like people like you that are more you're just like this earth mother like you're so like natural living and like into all of that and I, I just really I wish I could be that and I know I'm not like I know I'm not I, I fail at that like for sure but I also feel like I can relate to it because I do feel like this really strong like instinct yeah like maternal instinct yeah like I just knew I don't know how but I knew what I was supposed to do once I became a mother and I know that doesn't happen like instantly for everybody but for me it was like very I don't know it was just like this really intense feeling that I had and I remember I watched Um, This is going to sound really stupid, but I watched our dog, Sina, give birth. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love your dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. She gave birth five times. And I I saw her go from a puppy herself to just knowing what to do. And, like, each time a puppy came out, she like tore you know she um broke off the umbilical cord like she ripped it <gasps> with her teeth and then she ate the placenta and I was like how does she know how to do that That's and then amazing. she starts feeding the babies and I was like but how did she know like no there was no book there was no there was no pregnancy vlogs for her yeah she didn't have any handbook but yet she knew what to do and I watched her while I was pregnant with um my first with Amelia and I remember watching her in complete awe being like, okay, if she can do that, I if she can do that five times, I think I can do it one time. And I thought of her when I was giving birth. Like I genuinely thought of her and how inspirational <laughs> she was to me as a yeah. mother. Because I just saw, I saw her become a mother. And I do feel like we have that inside us, even yes. though it might be, you know, a little bit distorted because we have obviously we've got all of these like you know we have tv and internet so and, like, much information opinions. yeah yeah but I do think at our core like I knew what to do with like all of my babies yeah. you know just how Cena knew what to do and you do have that inside you but it does get like convoluted by people's opinions and and all of that and I think being obviously being on the internet you have to be strong um and I definitely struggled with that at, in the beginning but I kept going back to how like my What's dog knew instinct? what to do so yeah. yeah I know what to do and I do trust and it I feel like everyone finds their own unique path with it yes agreed. and there's such a perspective when people when you have a you know, a following or whatever, everyone's like, oh, they parent like this. This is the way they parent. And I've always thought with you, like, 
you're so instinctual and you're so fun and you just are, you really feel like such a natural mama and you're meeting your kids' needs as they arise. And um, you just seem like such a supportive parent to them. Um, And I know, I really feel like your children will grow up and be like, wow, my mom is such a warrior. Like what an incredible human being. And you advocate for such good things in the world. Like you have struggled in your life with um, disordered eating and then here you are, you're in such an amazing place of recovery and you're sharing that story with so many people who look up to you who also feel shame about their own bodies and who look in the mirror and pinch their fat and I'm someone that also does that. So I just want to say that I'm so grateful that you're someone who is using your position to affect positive change in the world because it's really is needed. And it works. <laughs> it really does. Like when you put that out into the world, it's like such a beautiful um, energy that people, you know, pick up on and they're like, yeah, exactly. Aww, like, why am I looking you. in the mirror every day and criticizing what I'm seeing? And like, I've had children and my body's changed or, you know, whatever it is. And it's like that those things should be celebrated. Those things should be honored and loved. And um, when they see someone like you, that they already love because they love your authenticity and they love what you're putting out into the world. And then they see you going like, yeah, this is who I am. This is my body. I'm proud of it. Like, it's just, it, it makes such a huge difference. It makes you look at yourself and go, oh yeah, like why, why am I, you know, criticize it? I remember looking back on photos and I remember a time in my life in my twenties when I was like so critical of my stomach. And then I looked back on pictures and I was like, what? Like, that's amazing. Like, what was I doing? Why, why did I do that? I mean, there was this photo. I have to find it where like Eric and I were on one of our first vacations together. We were in Hawaii or something. We'd like snuck off to this area on this side of the beach and I'm like in a bikini and I'm sitting next to him and I just have my head laid over and I wasn't sucking in my stomach and I wasn't doing anything that I normally would do to like make my body look better. Right. Um, (laughs) I just was sitting there with him and I have looked back on that photo so many times now because first of all, I was like, my body was great. Second, <laughs> I didn't give a crap what anyone thought in that moment. I just was so in love with my partner that I was just like snuggled up and in a picture with him. And it was like something to look back and go like, what was I thinking? <laughs> like, wow, yeah. Why was I so critical? So I it's know. just really appreciated, you know, when you share those things. Oh, thank you. Well, I mean, Likewise, I feel inspired anytime I see like on Instagram or any kind of social media. And, and, and there's so many more now. I feel like that's amazing that there's so many more of us kind of speaking out about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and people from like all different shapes and sizes and all different walks of life. Like, I just think the more, the better, you know, because everybody can relate to someone and for lots of different reasons as well. Um I definitely have looked at, I know that when, after we had our first baby, so after we had Amelia, um, we were getting trolled pretty heavily. Um, There was a lot of love as well, but there was a lot of trolling and a lot of it was to do with my appearance. Uh. And I beat myself up so much postpartum with Amelia. And 
probably nobody even knew or like realized, but I used to read stuff about my, I read way too much noise on the internet. Like I paid oh. so much attention, but as a first time mom, it's like, you, you just don't know any better. Yeah. Um, and I remember feeling so bad about myself um, and just being picked apart in every, just every single way possible. And now when I look, I mean, I was 24, I'm 35 now. So I was 24 when I had Amelia and I look back on pictures now of me, like even a few weeks postpartum and I'm like, I looked amazing. <laughs> what was I worried about? Like, what an idiot. How did I let other people's opinions affect me that much? But you just, I feel like that's like a forever, a cycle. Yeah, it's a you cycle. Know? It so, is. Yeah. You might as well just be happy with the weight because you're, you're probably, you're going to inevitably look back on where you are right now in years to come and think the same thing. So... <laughs> It's so true. I I went through disordered eating when I was in my early 20s and I've talked about this before on the podcast and it's so funny looking back at photos of myself during that time and I'm like, A, like someone give me a burger. What? Wow. <laughs> like I was I tried. So, uh, you probably did and I would have said, um, actually I don't eat white things. You so did say that. <laughs> white, th- white things are off the table. <laughs> well, I wouldn't eat white rice or white bread or white. I was like, like Mm, you're like what about sure? cauliflower I was like can I have hers <laughs> <laughs> I know I, I got so triggered coming to Hollywood and you know someone like a, I had an agent talk about my body and she was like well you know you could work out like you're a little bit skinny fat and I immediately was like skinny fat what skinny fat oh. and then you know suddenly like in the gym like crazy the term is disgusting oh it's disgusting yeah. it is disgusting I hate it and such a fixation on how I looked and I, I look back at these photos and just poor sad me. Um, I just, yeah. you know, I remember waking up every day and I would think about food. I would think about like, all right, how many calories should I have for breakfast? Should I have a, like less calories for breakfast mm-hmm. and then save up the calories for dinner time? And then maybe I'll skip lunch or just have a smoothie for lunch. And it was so, my whole day was controlled by what I was eating. I still in my phone have um, notes that I found where I've written my calories for the day. Like, all right, this morning I had buckwheat, groats and almond butter. That's about 350 calories. And that means I have 1,200 left for the day. Like it was so nuts. Um, And the way I sort of pushed through it was I lost my period because I got so skinny. Um, and I got like a hormonal acne on my forehead and I was shooting I am number four at the time. And you'll see if anyone, if you ever have seen I am number four, my character number six, she's really teeny tiny. And it's because I was in the height of, you know, I was in a relationship. I was unhappy in that relationship. And I feel like it was my way to bring some control back into my life. Every aspect felt very Mm -hmm. out of control. And I'm sure you can relate in some ways, but ultimately I got through it and I was like, oh, I'm just going to start eating bread again. And I totally (laughs) healed myself. My period came back. I, I had IBS during that period of time in my life. And then that went away. And I just like engaged in a healthy relationship with food again. And I really like to think that my, my babies, my pregnancy helped like steer me back on the right path. Um, 
yeah, I don't know if you want to talk to any of your experiences with that, but um, yeah, gosh, it happens to so many of us. Yeah, no, I definitely, I can relate to like all of what you said. I went through um, my first and second pregnancy, actually, like not in a very healthy mindset or a healthy place, like before getting pregnant. And I always felt like pregnancy kind of put my eating disorder on standby, like it, it kind of made it go dormant. Mm -hmm. But then it always came back, like afterwards, always. And so I, I didn't feel like I was 100% free, but it was it was kind of like a break <laughs> mm. from, in some ways, like physically speaking, it was a break, but then mentally, like I was still messed up about food and um, yeah, body image and all of that. And it wasn't really until I got pregnant the third time, right before I got pregnant the third time that I like found recovery. Um, I did relapse after my fourth. So it's been like a journey like this yeah but I did relapse after having Andrea I got really skinny really fast um breastfeeding always made me like lose weight quickly mm -hmm. anyway but I think um that coupled with orthorexia which I think is is it's more what so I what I had same yeah it, was um, it just yeah, it was just, it, it took over every, and I kept thinking, I'm so healthy. Like, why do I feel so shit? <laughs> well, that's the funny thing about orthorexia is like, you're so clean eating <laughs> that you think yeah. you're so healthy. And then yeah. you realize like, oh my God, it's kind of disguised. You're like, oh, that's yeah, not healthy because it it's not anorexia. It's not bulimia. I'm not, you know, actively throwing up, <laughs> but like, orthorexia is its yeah. own beast right yeah and and it's so, it was, it's so yeah. disguised in what I think like this you know modern day culture of like what healthy is and like mm -hmm. all these like workout routines and this is what you should eat and like there's this like ad that comes up on on YouTube for me I'm sure it's targeted in some way but it's like a guy and he's he's like oh well this is how you look like this and this and it's just so <laughs> intense and I'm like gosh why does YouTube think I want to see this you know like yeah. <laughs> this is crazy um but <laughs> But it's, you know, that's what we're pummeled with all the time is like, okay, you want to look like this in the yoga pants, you want to eat these things, because that's going to do that, like whatever it is. And I that is, you know, our, our brains need to be reprogrammed, because we're seeing yeah. all of this information. And we're going, Oh, well, I don't look like that. And I don't fit into those. And that's not what my butt looks like. Um, so yeah, I think it's like, you know, sharing those stories so that other people feel like, okay, this is happening to me too. I, you know, see this, I've been going through this. It's just so important. Yeah. It's like, it's definitely something that I think about more. So even now that I'm like fully recovered, I still worry about like the impact that it has on like my children. And mm -hmm. even though things are so much, I feel like things are better now in, in other ways. Um, it's also scary because they have the whole world of the internet um, and social media has obviously like changed things. And I think it's changed things for the better in a lot of ways. But then mm -hmm. there's also like a scary, like anything, there's a scary side. Um, so it's definitely something that I think about. I think about it like especially with 
for my girls, but also for boys, I think it's like equally as um, like, I don't know, I feel like it's, it's difficult because you're never, even if you are fully recovered, there's always going to be like temptations and there's always going to be um, just uh, like advertising even out mm-hmm. there that is targeting things that, and it's, it's so difficult to turn a blind eye and to, to really be strong in your mindset. Um, even as someone who's fully recovered, I'm like, I, I wouldn't say I get triggered, but I, I do have to be mindful of what I'm consuming, like for sure. And I have yeah. to know that like, okay, this is not, this is a slippery slope. I am not going to go down mm-hmm. that road. I'm just going to keep on the straight and narrow um, because I know myself and I know what I'm like. Like um, I even try and stay out of conversations around, you know, if, if a, a friend of mine, which is fine. Like I don't have, there's, I have, I did it for years, so I don't judge anybody that's like going on a diet or wants to lose weight or even like friends of mine that may have, like, cause a lot of women do have slightly disordered eating, even if they don't have a full blown eating disorder. I never judge that because that was me. So who am mm-hmm. I to judge someone else? But I do, I just kind of take a step back <laughs> from like certain conversations. Um, women love to talk about their weight and things like and their size and things like that and I just always have to kind of like put a boundary myself yeah exactly Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I just I don't really want to be a part of that I don't want to be a part of that anymore but it is difficult because it's still it's still there you know it's not like you can't really completely ignore it it's still around it's still part of our culture so I do feel like a little bit worried sometimes I mean I you know you do the best you can as a parent but they also get affected by outside things, whether you want to admit it or not. (laughs) So that is a little bit scary, but I feel like, yeah. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I saw my daughter um, recently. She has a friend who, when she's not at school, sometimes wears like a crop top. And she's that kid is like a few years older than, you know, my daughter. And so when she saw her friend in a crop top, she was sort of looking herself in the mirror one day. And I was like, I was like, what are you thinking? And she was like, well, my it's just that my belly doesn't look the same as so-and-so's belly. My belly sticks out. And I was like, oh, me me too. And I was like, look. And she was like, oh, yeah, yours does too. And I was like, and she goes, Winters does too. And I was like, yeah, Winters the baby. She's like, Winters does too. And I was like, yeah, it does. And I was like, everybody's different, you know? And it's just because that body, I was like, she goes, I know, but I really like that. 
belly. I like her belly the way it looks. And I was like, I hear you. And I, I, and I, I see that you like that. I love your belly. But I remembered thinking in that moment, like I am very conscious about what I, how I look in the mirror and like when I'm with her, the things that I'm saying and all those things, but it doesn't even matter. Like she mm-hmm. sees it. Yeah. She sees something different like her. Yeah. And, and she's yeah. um, saying, I like that. I want that. And I'm mm-hmm. like, really? You're six. Like how yeah. do you see that? And that's what you want. And I, I don't, I, I I would really love to understand the right communication to have with her. Like I I want to, you know, reach out to someone and be like, how do I, what do I say in that moment? You know, besides just being like, oh, I love your body and I love the way my body is and the way your sister's body and your where your brother's body is. Like, um, I don't I don't know, but it, it you're right. It's everywhere and it, they are affected by it. And I guess it's okay to to I mean it's definitely okay to talk about it I just don't know what the right language is there yeah I I definitely think I mean I think that it it is all around us and like my kids have said things um made comments about like certain Disney characters mm-hmm. um or even like you know the plus size Barbies like they've made comments about and I don't talk about bodies really at all. Like I just Mm -hmm. try to keep it very neutral. Um, I don't talk about my, I've, I never have, even when I was sick, like I just never, that's not somewhere that I ever went, um, around them. And yet they still have their own like preconceived notions of like, which Disney princess is better looking or like Mm -hmm. which one has Mm -hmm. the better body or the better hair or the better, skin color like it's 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 scary sometimes because it doesn't matter what you do it's just like it's out there and I do think like we obviously can't control that but I what I will say is those like pressures were also there for like for me like for us growing up um regardless of social media like we were fed like a certain image is beautiful um however I don't know that I would have developed an eat like a full blown eating disorder had it not been ingrained like in a closer way. Like, so I feel like that was always there. And obviously that, that never changed and that does affect people. But I had like a more personal um, experience where I had a family member that constantly commented on the way that my body looked Mm-hmm. And it was someone that I really respected and I really looked up to and I really held on to their every word. Mm. And I think had that not happened, yeah, I would have had like normal body image, you know, like issues. issues but I, I don't think exactly. I don't think I would have had a full blown eating disorder. So I always think about that because I'm like, well, I'm not doing that. And Jonathan's not doing like we don't do that with with our kids. Um And obviously that's just because we know better and like every generation, like kind of, I feel like improves itself. And I don't hold any like blame towards that person. It's just like, that's all they knew. Um, And it was just a different time and all of that. But I do kind of hold some, like I have some comfort in the, in the knowledge that, okay, well, I'm not doing those things. So as much as there's things going on in the, you know, greater world and like the world around them. I feel like the language that we do use at home and as their parents, that does become like their inner voice. Um, And it definitely did for me. So I think if I keep that 
clean in the sense that I don't go to like a negative place with any of that, that hopefully they will have that self-confidence. But obviously there's going to be things that, you know, come from the outside. I think just they are essentially looking to their parents as like their role models and like Mm -hmm. how we talk about ourselves as well as like they mirror that. So I think if we're doing the best we can with that, then, you know, I have hope that they will be okay. Yes. Um, and I, so do I. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. And I feel like you, you, it is something that you can help because um, certainly I know that that was something I had to change like dur- during my recovery because it had become the words that those, that that person had spoken to me as a child had become like my inner voice and Aww. now they no longer are, but it took like reprogramming to kind of fix yeah. that. Um you know, and had that not happened, I just don't think that it would have been so severe. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know. It just that's how that's like my feeling on it. Um, and yeah, I feel like they're just they're always watching us, and especially when they're little, we're like their role models and their idols in a way. Um, and I've just now even start because obviously mine are getting a little bit older. I've now started talking to them about the fact that I had an eating disorder Um, because I feel like they're getting to that age where it's yeah where they're starting to be able to understand it and I could I don't go into specifics but I I have always wanted to be really honest with them about Mm -hmm. that because I think um, it's such a teaching moment it's like yeah this is something that mommy went through and you know it was really horrible and um, just to like make sure that they know (laughs) that that's not something that's like um you know attractive or glamorous it's like actually the opposite if I could like use that experience for good then I feel like it was it was worth me going through it then you know that's amazing and it's a you can use it as a teachable moment it's a it's a teachable moment for your children yeah I I definitely know my my son has been coming home and talking about like people having abs and they're so strong and I'm so little compared to my arms are so little compared to them. And I was like, your body is so beautiful. And you know, you, I've noticed how much you're loving basketball and you're running so fast and you're, and I'm trying to help pivot him into recognizing like, He's like, oh, I can move and I can run and I'm able-bodied. And he's like, and I am really fast and like I, I can jump really high. And I was like, yeah, oh, my gosh, aren't our bodies incredible things that we're able to do all, all of these wonderful things with our bodies? And you get so much enjoyment out of playing soccer and playing basketball. And so I keep trying to uh, like reframe it in a sense, which mm-hmm. seems to be working. Um, I was going through your YouTube videos earlier and I stopped on this one which was about like fillers which was amazing because I was like wait this is another really cool thing that Anna's doing you (laughs) are a public person who is actually talking about the fact that you've tried Botox fillers and not only are you doing that you're actually (laughs) sitting down and like showing talking people through your experience with her and how you like the look and another amazing and refreshing way that you are just keeping it real because so many other people with big followings um, either deny that they get any work done 
or they just they, they don't yeah. say anything that I don't want to talk about. And that's totally fine. But I can so appreciate that you're out there being like, yep, this is what I do. I like this. I don't like this. This is what makes me feel good. This is the reason I do it. Um, and again, just another another way that you're kicking so many goals. I think it's brilliant. Oh, thank you. Well, I mean, I, I can see why in like a, a space where I... I do preach like body acceptance and body positivity. I can totally see why like some people would see it as hypocritical. And I was very mindful of that when I first shared. Um, And that was probably like my main apprehension with like sharing it. But then at the same time, I was like, it's so much more harmful if I don't share because I don't ever want to... um, I, I just couldn't, I could never portray myself to be something that I'm not. It just, it wouldn't come naturally to me at all. And I've even spoken about, so again, like I've recovered from an eating disorder. I am very like body, I, I consider myself to be body positive, but I also have like certain hangups and things that, you know, my body's changed. I went through a lot of pregnancies um, mm-hmm. almost like at the same time. So in a short period of time, so I have like loose skin and my I breastfed four babies for 12 wow. months each. So <laughs> my boobs are like not what they used to so, look like. So mine. Um, <laughs> and I'm really happy that I was able to do it. Like I, I there's no regrets, but I did, um, I, I haven't done anything about it, but I, I did speak on like the whole plastic surgery question and like maybe like that may be an option in the future. Again, I still haven't made any decision yet, but I also want to be upfront if I do go down that path. Um, And I have received backlash. Like I know people have been like, well, that's so hypocritical. And I get it. Like I totally do get it. I disagree with that. (laughs) I don't know. Like I do have a bit of a, like I'm kind of in two minds still. I'm like, is it the right thing to do? Is it like really vain? Absolutely. (laughs) If it's your truth and it's something that you're interested in doing, like all you can be is your authentic self. And like, don't we live in a world where things contrast all the time? Like so many things contrast. Like, and here's the thing. It's like, you are being so open and vulnerable at that experience with that experience. And it doesn't take away from the fact that you're, you're in recovery for uh, an eating disorder. These things can coexist. You can feel great about yourself, but also want to like try something to see like, oh, what would this look like if I did fillers? Like my friends are doing it. I'm interested in dabbling in this too. Mm -hmm. Like all those things, there's room for all of that to exist. Like life is complicated. It's not just black and white. It's many shades of colors. That's what I always say. That's true. Yeah, no, that's definitely true. I just, I think like I couldn't live with myself if I were dishonest about, like I, I, you know, I I understand why people do keep it private because like, you know, God knows the internet can be really cruel. But I think um, for me, I just, I I have to remain, I would just be doing a disservice to everybody if I didn't, if I didn't say. And I've even, I've been accused of getting stuff done way before I ever did anything. Um, And I, I, I just, I don't really get why, like, 
me of all people would would lie about something like that because like I will be the first one to say (laughs) just such an open book (laughs) just like I can't lie as well I'm really bad at it so I'm not I'm not a good actress which I think has been proven with like any sponsorships or like anything anytime when we have to when Jonathan and I get like lines or like almost like a script we're like, we're so bad at this. <laughs> our kids are good. Like our kids actually, I think, Love have it. like a natural talent, but we're rubbish. <laughs> so. Oh my gosh. I also feel the same way whenever I have like like a sponsored thing, which by the way, I think it's why I don't get very many. <laughs> like none come my way. I always try and like, but can I just do it in my own words? Or can I and everyone's like, but that's yeah. not cool. That's not chic. Like I'm not quite <laughs> cool enough or high fashion enough enough for brands to want to work with me I'm always like me I'll I'll do it I'll work with you guys like that sounds fun and they're like nah not her like she's I was like okay cool that's fine I'm okay with that because it's because you make it look so authentic and real yeah but then it's not but it's not chic and high fashion I feel like oh gosh oh god I'm just I'm not great at that stuff but you know I I've always turned to you Anna because whenever I feel that I'm showing too much of myself or I'm just being, I'm not like the, a curated version on Instagram. I just kind of throw it all out there. I'm like, you know what? Anna puts it all out there and I love what she's <laughs> doing. And I'm always inspired by just the choices that you're making and, um, you know, the way you've navigated so much, including criticism, but also just like all the things that have come your way. Like you seem to handle it with such grace and I just truly appreciate like how revealing you are and what an impact you are making on so many people around the world. You and Jonathan both and your entire divine family. Um, all right. So just in wrapping up here, I'd love to know where can we see you? What what does the future hold for you? Do you have any plans? Um, we just, yeah, we're excited to hear all about it. Oh, thank you. Um, I think just our as our family kind of like continues to grow up like the kids are really excited about like what they want to do next and I'm excited to see where it takes them like Edie and Amelia are really like I said they're really into acting and so um they're just kind of going with the flow and like seeing where stuff takes them um Jonathan and I are always going to support all of them like no matter what they decide to do in life and I just think it's it's really exciting to watch that unfold like I'm really excited to see who they become um and it's interesting because our kids like we're just an we're very honest and open with them about everything we always have been they know what we do for like they're aware of what we do for a living obviously they know what comes with it but Um, something that maybe people don't know is that we've been honest about the good and bad like from the get-go I I never try and hold things back from them because I feel like what's the point like they're gonna find out anyway Mm -hmm. Um, and so they know like they've seen negative comments I, I always felt like that was really important because I never wanted them to go out into the big bad world and then get afraid like I wanted them to know that this is this is just part of like the contrast that comes with what we do for a living. We get, you know, to experience really cool things. We get, um, you know, some 
some really cool like gifting stuff and and you mm-hmm. get free toys and you get like cool holidays sometimes and that's great and like it really we're so fortunate and you know mommy or, and daddy are able to be home with you guys but there's also this like negative side to it right um and they i think because there's no like shock in that that's really it's interesting to see how like their maturity level about being on in the online space is just so high. Wow. Um, and it's really interesting that they are so, um, what's the word? Like they're just so like protective of their family and like their mom and dad. <laughs> so like I've even seen like um, Amelia and Edie will like, They'll make up, so they're not allowed to have their own social media because they're too young. I think mm-hmm. they have to be like 13. So they'll sometimes make like little anonymous fake accounts and like fight back with some of the negative <laughs> commenters. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, guys. <laughs> and no one knows it's them. That's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> I just think that's like... Um, it's part and parcel of the internet and you know they never say anything like really mean but they just like they defend us or they defend like their their sibling or each other or whatever Um, and it's really cute but it's also it's like you can have fun with the negative as well and if you just are open and honest about it all it's really not that scary and it's not Mm -hmm. that bad and I feel like um, that goes for any family with anything like you know, if you're honest and open about even the stuff that might seem scary or might seem difficult or hard, you know, getting through it together is so much more fun and can be more fun and can be more um, just easier to overcome, basically. And it just makes it like, yeah, like a more pleasant experience rather than having all these secrets and like hiding behind things, you know, and that can be applied to anything, I feel like. Ah. How amazing. Sarah, by the way, you've been so incredible over there. Sarah's been navigating a crying baby who's just so overtired. Overtired and sick. And I, and as I was like trying to help her a minute ago, I was like, I wonder if this is getting to like a level of sick that maybe we should go to the doctor. Because I was like, she was coughing so bad back there. And then I was like, she she was like, mommy, I need your help. And I was like, okay. You know, and then and then I was like, what's wrong? And she goes, I don't know. And then Aww. she just started like coughing. And I was like, oh, she's oh, too. Bless her. Now she's like half falling asleep. So anyway, sorry, I was in and out there and I, I felt no, really bad funny. walking away. But I, every time I could hear, I could like somehow hear it through my headphones. I could hear what you guys were talking about. So I was able to jump back in every time. That's so <laughs> Um, thank you so much for joining us on the Mother Days. It was amazing to have you. What an inspirational conversation. Um, you can find, um, oh, shoot, I forgot what the Anna name of the Ciccone. channel. No, 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 the, the oh. channel, Sacconi Jolies. 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 J-O-L-Y-S, Sacconi I know, I was Jolies. calling it Jolly in my head. Don't worry. Um, yeah. <laughs> you can find Anna at the Sacconi Jolies, her YouTube channel, um, and you can find her on Instagram at Anna Sacconi. Is that right? Yeah, at Anna Sacconi? Okay. Right, yeah. <laughs> Yay. Um, and, uh, and, and thank you so much. It was so amazing to have you. You've been listening to The Mother Days. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.